0: I have a theory and that theory is the root of all embarrassment I feel like the root of all embarrassment comes from feeling like you look stupid whether it's a bad hair day where you don't know what you're talking about politically or sometimes it's just looking dumb on the basketball court but for me I had to overcome that When I went to my first yoga class a few weeks ago, I thought to myself, a chubby, bald white man going to yoga class was going to look real stupid, kind of like a fat man in a little coat situation. And I overcame it, and I went, and I've been going for five weeks in a row. And let me tell you, my back has never felt better. Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters, a collector of knowledge. Curioso podcast. Hey Joe. Hey Chris. What Joe gonna know? What? What? What do you know? What do you know, Joe? Never mind. Just forget that. Let's just move on. How's, how's the day going good good yeah how's your day uh pretty good pretty good i I have a couple of uh journal entries real quick okay up top if he- you if you want to do those captain's log Stardate.
1: Uh, no or i thought we were doing Stardate. No, Captain's no, Log. no no
0: no we called them journal entries oh we're yeah, gonna, that's, that's right diary entries we're gonna continue to try and call them journal entries and not forget every single time. We mentioned what they are. Okay, so a couple of things. I just went to Joey Harkham and Allie's wedding, and it was absolutely beautiful. And I just want to wish Joey and Allie the best of life together. Dana and I went, and we had an awesome time. Uh, Joey Harkham from Pasadena, and Allie, his lovely lady who is now his wife. And uh, it was absolutely beautiful. And Aaron Hooper gave a great best man speech. Okay,
1: that sounds fun.
0: Yeah, so uh, on to the second thing. The second thing I wanted to mention was uh, about our buddy Shaggy Wilcox. Shaggy Wilcox. Shaggy, uh, you might remember him from the pizza episode. Has Mm -hmm. he he been on other episodes too? Or Uh, just pizza? No, I
1: think he was just on the pizza episode. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Left-handed episode.
0: Left-handers episode. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. I I can't believe I almost forgot that. So, yeah, he's been on two episodes, and uh, he is also a guy who I taught how to eat fire and a few other things. So consequently he was getting a, a chest piece done. Uh tattoo?
1: A ch- yes, chest piece, not a chest burster.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, and one of the uh, one of the pieces on the chest piece, pet chest piece. Chest piece was me eating <laughs> some fire. I know.
1: I saw the picture and I giggled.
0: It was awesome. He did it on his trip up to up to Maine. And while he was up there, uh, he was getting the tattoo and everything, and he met a whole bunch of new friends. And one of them is Autumn, who uh, Autumn Tierney, who works in a tattoo studio up there, and uh, and worked on that piece. Nice. And apparently, she listens to The Curioso. What? And has been for like six months or a year or something. Wait a minute. And was like, what? this is weird. He has. I'm like currently tattooing this piece on him that <laughs> of a guy who I've listened to on the podcast. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. So that's really cool.
1: All the way up in, in, in Maine? In Bangor. And in Bangor.
0: Oh, Bangor, Maine. Or at least that's how I say it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Autumn Tierney, and I'm calling all the way from Bangor, Maine to say that I love your podcast. And I think my clients listen to it as I have them helpless in my chair. <laughs> as I'm penetrating them for hours it at blind face tattoo. You guys have actually a pretty big following up here in Bangor, and we love you and want you to keep it up, and thanks for being there and doing what you do. You guys are awesome. (laughs) Bye.
1: Yogi Bear. That's what we're talking about, right?
0: Uh, Is uh, the picnic basket? Yeah.
1: Oh picnic (laughs) basket. I don't think Ranger Ned's going to like that, Yogi.
0: I really hope that that's not what you did your research on.
1: Uh, Yes. (laughs) All about the giant redwood trees and the silly little bears and Ranger Ned.
0: All right, Joe. Well, we didn't bring uh, Yogi Bear with us to talk about yoga today, but uh, we do actually have a special guest.
1: We do. Very, very special.
0: Do you you want to introduce her? (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) I do. This is Jenny Hoffman.
3: Say hi, Jenny. Hi, hello, everybody in Curioso (laughs) world.
0: Yeah, so are you uh, you excited to be on today's episode, Jenny?
3: I'm very excited. Yoga is one of my favoriteest things, so I'm really excited to talk about it.
0: She is an actual expert,
1: people.
3: I haven't actually had teacher training, which would make me an official expert.
1: Oh, you don't have the classification of a, a Yogi Berra? No. Right.
3: But I have been practicing for 19 years. That's that's
0: quite... Well, that's... That's that's experience. That's longer than my uh, five weeks. So (laughs) I I would say you're (laughs) pretty pretty much more experienced than I am. Yeah, pretty much more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Chris currently is sipping on a Shandy, and I have a Dogfish Head Namaste White. Oh, Namaste. Yeah, Belgian-style wit beer. Yoga. So when we talked about doing this topic... I did not realize the plethora of information that comes with a topic like yoga. There's a lot of conflicting stuff. There is a lot of convoluted stuff. There are different paths that you can take if you want to learn more about the physical side of yoga versus the spiritual. All that to say is that the history of yoga is quite extensive. So let's get into a little bit of it to start with. First, the etymology. As far as I can tell, yoga means a lot of stuff, and it comes from a lot of different places, but most of it can be traced to Sanskrit, where it literally means union or yoking, possibly from the root word yoai, to add on or to join, from the Hindi word yoga. That came around in probably about 1820, when we associated yoga with what we're talking about today.
0: Okay, so just wanted to throw a little tangent in here. When I worked at changing oil, things like that uh, on a truck, the you know the big bulbous looking thing that looks like an egg where your back tires meet, mm-hmm. right there, the the gearbox basically, yeah, yeah. that they call it a yoke. Yes, uh, meaning that it joins right, right. there. It right. also doesn't hurt that it looks like an egg. So, But that's <laughs> yeah. all, that's also called the yoke right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, going into that whole joining mm-hmm. yeah. motif.
1: So there's a lot of speculation on the actual origin of yoga, possibly dating back to pre vedic period, which is 1500C to 500 BCE, which is the before common era. Or as we know it in European standards, the Iron Age. Mm,
0: it's a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: Possibly dating back to the 6th and the 5th century BCE, the Yoga Sutras of the Patanjali dates to probably the first half of the first millennium. The Hatha Yoga, those texts emerged by the 11th century. Yoga came to the West by the 19th and the 20th century, mostly as a form of physical exercise. But in most Indian traditions, it deals with the physical, spiritual, psychological, and mind, body, and spirit is how the traditional Indian teachings are taught. And as we know today, yoga has increased in popularity by leaps and bounds since probably about the 70s. Uh, It it became a really popular thing in California and New York, and it has grown exponentially, and now there are ridiculous amounts of yoga studios yoga practices yoga pants yoga this yoga that
0: Uh, (laughs) it's it's really kind of okay i kind of equate it to how uh different like karate has become karate karate (laughs) has become (laughs) ubiquitous during the 80s you know Mm -hmm. it's 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 the same thing with yoga it's just become just a something else that's just washed across the U.S., where you could probably go to larger cities somewhere in the Midwest and actually find yoga studios. You know, where, mm. where, you know, I'm sure in, like, the 70s and 80s, you couldn't necessarily find that. You could only find it on the coasts. Right. But, you know, here in Maryland, you know, you have yoga studios a lot of places, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and, you know, they actually have classes at the, at the YMCA, which is where I take mine. Right.
1: So let's get into... Some of the types, I guess. That's where we should head to next, guys? Sure. I'm, go- yeah. I'm okay Sounds with that. Sounds
3: good to me. That's where I can actually add some input. Okay. Input some add. Some input. <laughs> right. Input.
1: Now, a lot of these types, you said there are, there's there's a, what, your basic 14, right? 14 or 15, I guess it is?
3: Yeah, it depends on how you classify them. hmm So, Hatha yoga, which you mentioned, right, is kind of like the overarching name for all of the physical yoga practices. Right. And
1: I've, I've, I've seen that mentioned as being the classical yoga. Yeah. Because it kind of deals with everything.
3: But there's not really a classical yoga. I mean, like you found in the history of it, mm-hmm. there's no clear answer as to where it came from right. or when.
1: And it depends... Largely on what you believe. If you're if you're strictly doing it as a physical activity, mm-hmm. then there's a handful in the list that you can just focus on those. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to go into more of the spiritual side of things, meditation, there's a handful of of those that you can focus on that. Right. So okay. So, Hatha, mm-hmm. not Hoth, like the ice planet in Star Wars. No. Oh,
0: I thought it was like cold yoga. Cold. yeah,
3: hot. Just, <laughs> that would so be awesome. I've never heard of a cold yoga. Cold,
0: cold yoga room.
3: Actually, it's better I, for the... Is
1: it like frozen yoga? That's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> was it like some, some berries on it? Oh, no, your choke was better mm, than mine.
3: That's, <laughs> that's for after the yoga class. Okay, gotcha. I don't know about other people, but I spend a lot of my time... In Shavasana, which is like the the last pose that you do, the corpse pose at the end. I like that one. I spend a lot of time in that pose thinking about what I'm going to eat after,
1: after, class. <laughs> after you leave class. Yes. Nice. Okay, so Hatha? Hatha. Like Hiawatha?
3: No, just Hatha.
1: Like mighty Hiawatha on his little canoe. <laughs> no? No. Okay, sorry.
3: I'm pretty sure if you did yoga in a canoe, you would fall out.
1: Probably. I've seen people do it on, on paddle boards.
3: Well, they're just showing off. Oh, is that?
1: <laughs> so that's called show-off yoga. <laughs> yes. Okay.
3: My favorite kind of yoga is Anyasara yoga. And Wait, Anyasari? Anyasara. Anyasara.
1: Anyasara.
3: Anyasara.
1: Okay. Anyasara.
3: And it's a fairly new form of yoga, from what mm-hmm. I understand. It was actually founded by an American named John Friend. Aw, he's your buddy. Yeah. He's a
1: friend to yoga.
3: Exactly. I liked it because the focus a lot of the focus is on your alignment, the alignment of your body and the alignment of your muscles. Mm-hmm. So if you focus on where your muscles should be and where your joints should be, you really don't tend to injure yourself. Okay. So you it's can just being stretched to your capacity without fear that you're going to hurt hurt something.
1: So it's it's being spatially aware of
0: your own body.
3: Exactly. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So
0: it's so it's uh, it's so it's like Mormon yoga. It's like a newer thing. Mormon <laughs> yeah. yoga. Yeah. <It's> like <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's okay. actually kind of yes, that's a good analogy. Do you have to a do sheet on?
3: No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Mm-mm. There's also one that I found very challenging, which is Ashtanga yoga.
1: That sounds difficult just by the name.
3: <laughs> well, what's difficult about it is well, a couple of things. One thing is, it's the same poses in the same order, and you do it like three times in a row. Okay. So, so it's it really repetitive.
1: Now, poses, are those part of sutras, or are those, they had a term for them, practices? I think that not, was the...
3: So I'm not very clear on, like, there's like the eight petals of yoga, and yeah, there are the this this sutras, confused. and there are the yamas and the niyamas and i have not studied all of the spiritual side of it okay
1: so that's where that's where i got confused as well yes trying to find out because the sutras are basically positions maneuvers exercises that's what that means right if you boil it down to that
3: i i don't know okay
0: yeah but i think i think typically if it's a sutra that means that it has some sort of spiritual practice behind it. Okay. So it's 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 like because I also think of yoga a little bit like kind of like Tai Chi, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not only like like Tai Chi. It's not just the movements. It's not just the movements, but it's also like the meaning behind the movements and like the gathering of chi while you're doing it, or you know what I mean? Right. It's, okay. It's, it's it's there's a lot of like spiritual side behind it, but you can go through the m- movements. Mm-hmm you know in the poses of yoga without having to really buy into all of that which right. is i think which is what the the whole what is it an anusara? Anusara. Anusara which i think is what anusara basically is and and most of what we have over here on this hemisphere because of that
1: is that right?
3: Yes, but i think that people who teach and practice anusara would argue with you but i'm i'm not
1: but i'm saying like if if you're not a a follower of the spiritual side, you can still practice any number of these things. Absolutely. Right. And still get some benefits from it.
3: Yes. If
1: if that's what you think.
3: Yeah. And I think Chris was onto something when he compared it to Tai Chi, Mm -hmm. because what they both have in common is the mindfulness factor. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's where I was taught where the word yoga comes from, because Mm -hmm. you're yoking together the physical practice with the mindfulness. Right. And that's why I started practicing yoga was for stress relief Mm -hmm. and relief from anxiety. So being able to move your body in time with your breath, it's a meditation. Mm Mm-hmm when you're in a class or you're you're doing the poses you're not really thinking about anything else right and just, if you are if your mind drifts you usually have to come back to what you're doing cuz right, oh you'll it's fall time over to or something. Th- yeah or it's time <laughs> right. to move on to the next pose and you have to think about okay how do i do that because
0: right. otherwise you're going to fall over or fall flat on your face while you're trying to do a pose right yeah. now
3: and that's you- actually happened to me one time oh yeah <laughs> and i was at the very front of the class it was a very crowded class and we were doing It wasn't. Yeah, it was headstand. We're doing headstand and I got up into headstand and I do a supported headstand where you have your hands down and the top of your head. So it's more like a tripod. Mm. But my tripod failed and I fell over (laughs) in the front of the class. And you know what? I mean, I just giggled and and went back up into the pose because it happens. Right, right.
1: Well, here's some other compound words that I found while trying to find the etymology of yoga. Things like connection, contact, method, application, addition, and performance have all been parts of compound words using the
0: word yoga throughout the centuries.
3: Performance. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah, Well, you are
0: kind of performing different tasks. Mm Mm-hmm. As as you're doing them, so so what are some of some of the other different types of yoga you've done, Jenny?
3: When I was pregnant with my daughter, I did prenatal yoga, which some people consider its own special Mm -hmm. kind of yoga. Yeah,
1: because you use different muscles and things, so you're not hurting yourself and or the baby, right?
3: And I actually found that there were some poses that I could do better when I was pregnant because mm-hmm. your center of gravity is different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: probably why you like it, Chris.
0: No, no. Because my your
1: center of gravity is. I'm trying to get my center. all right here. <laughs> yeah,
0: like a right around the spare tire region. Yeah. Right, yeah.
3: Restorative yoga is also another favorite of mine. And that's basically yoga with props using gravity.
1: Oh, I thought you meant like, like what's the redheaded guy's name? Carrot Top?
2: What?
3: So you know,
1: pull out like a horn? You're like.
3: <laughs>
1: it's not like that kind of props. No. Like a Joel Hodgins like MS3K prop comedy. No, I'm it, talking
3: like really comfortable like.
1: Oh, you're talking the wedges and time stuff?
3: props. Like, like pillows like and blankets and and bolsters and eye pillows.
1: You're just sleeping. No, <laughs> you're <laughs> sleeping. You're not supposed
3: to sleep. That's the trick. So this is, wait, this is third grade nap be, time. You're supposed to be mindful, Joe. This is nap
1: time. You're talking nap time. No. You've had a snacky cake, and now <laughs> it's nap time.
0: Okay. Can, can I just, can I bust in real quick? I, yes. So, all right. Uh, like I said, I've been to five or six, cl- six classes now, right? Uh-huh. And I had mentioned the wedding that I went to up top. Normally, we go to s- Saturday morning yoga like every week is uh-huh. What i 've been doing, yeah, uh, but I was so hung over after joey 's wedding i didn 't go to the last one, so that's that's a thing, so I missed one week so far, but uh I think it was my first week there uh we did shavasana, which is the very last pose that you typically do with a lot of yoga classes that's mm-hmm. which corpse I think Jenny right? was yeah, corpse, saying corpse, corpse pose. pose, so it 's laying there, and it 's literally like when they explain it, it's certain things like I feel like we should end with a corpse pose, and I, I apologize for busting in it now, mm-hmm. but it is a funny thing that happened. You know, they talk about letting the your tongue fall away from the roof of your mouth because I didn't. You don't even realize. I think I'm totally relaxed, and then they mentioned something about my jaw, and I realize my jaw is clenched, and I'm like, right, shit. Right.
1: And your anus is clenched. Yeah, yeah. and, and then you have to like clenched. let it all go. <laughs> yes.
0: So, so I had, you know, so I, I'm finally letting this all go, and I'm like, oh, this is great, and I feel like like my back releasing the tension that it's had the whole class because mm-hmm. you're trying to do all these poses and you're holding them, and then you thought. What no, no. And what, <laughs> and we can get to that too. Okay. But uh well, yeah. but I felt really good and I was just laying there and I was really finally doing well. And then a guy that was about 65-70 mm-hmm. uh, years old was about three yoga mats over from me. Mm-hmm. He totally started snoring. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's Straight awesome. Straight up start Yeah. started that happens. snoring. That
1: happens
3: all the time. I mean cuz
1: you you've expended so much energy. You yeah. are in this Ultra relaxed state.
3: They usually turn the lights down. Oh yeah. A lot of times you have an eye pillow. I'm telling you, it's yeah. nappy time. With well, that's at involved. The end.
1: Oh, that's it. Okay,
3: gotcha. Yes.
0: It really is like nap time. And then, and then one of my favorite things is when they start telling you know they. I, so far, the the one guy that teaches our class, he rings a, a little bell,
3: mm-hmm. like a
0: gong, mm-hmm. not not like a.
3: Jingle, like dingle, a, like dingle, a meditation calling the butler, kind of bell. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So not like a triangle or no. A not it's not bell. like it's time for dinner. Ooh, more <laughs> cowbell. Ooh. <laughs>
0: uh, so he rings that and every and he, and he says, you know, start wiggling your toes and your fingers and 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 like start coming, waking yourself back up and coming, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh it's it's really amazing, like how you do feel kind of dead for those like eight minutes or whatever that you're laying there. Okay. You mm-hmm. know. Joe, you've done a yoga class or two, right? No. I've never done a class. You've never done a class? No. Well, what
1: did you, how did you do it? Uh, I've had uh, a friend of mine sort of walk me through a typical yoga practice
3: exercise thing. Uh There are common poses that. Yeah.
1: So it was was basically like, here's, I don't know, it was like 20 different things. So we did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it was good. Yeah. Our friend Carol who now owns a studio, right. a yoga studio, she tried to get me to do that once or twice. Did you
0: do it on top of a large boulder in front of a lake? Because I feel like uh, that's where close. everybody wants to do yoga pretty nowadays. Pretty
1: close. <laughs> we were, I think we were in, in Virginia, and we were running trails, and she was starting to do like yoga stretches and stuff. And, uh-huh. and I was just asking her questions. She's like, no, no, try this and try that. And so
3: I tried it.
0: Jenny, have you ever done yoga uh, on a large boulder in front of a lake?
3: Um... I, not that I can think of. I've definitely done yoga outside, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't find that to be a very pleasant experience because the bugs. Uh,
1: just oh, all yeah, over the place. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, we were we were on some what is that? Close to the B mm-hmm. and O trail. So it was just a, a short trail run. So we didn't. I didn't do what you guys have done. You've done five weeks, and you've done nineteen years. So I am. <laughs>
3: I did five five seconds. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: the several. Joe's small done five times, poses, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, like the the several small times that I've done it throughout my life, like trying because I've looked it up online, thinking that it might help with running because mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of stretches. and I like the the yes. whole stretching. A lot aspect. of
3: people actually do use yoga as a as a cross training for whatever sport they're into.
1: Right. So that's that's how I started just. Picking that at a handful of poses, which I really like. And those are the ones I stick with because they help me with stretches.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you don't pull a hammy.
1: Right. So I've, I've never done an actual
0: class. Uh, all right, Jenny, we keep, we keep, people <laughs> like getting away and tangenting. Oh, yes. All right, what That's else okay. have you done?
3: Okay. So um, there's also Kripalu yoga, but I'm not clear on how it's different from other types. I mean, if you look it up, they say that you're working, you're, you're, figuring out how your body is working in different poses but mm-hmm. again i don't know that how that's similar to the yeah i the, don't know how it's different right. i do remember that the first kripalu class that i did was tougher than some of the other yoga is classes faster, that i had done
1: faster paced maybe
3: yeah and well
1: cuz i know there's a handful of them that that they're done very quick succession so
3: like ashtanga yoga is right. like that you change poses with every breath
1: right that's it yeah
3: um no, that's and... Ashtanga? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that that's repetitive. Gotcha. So, here's the thing. Moving quickly from pose to pose is not necessarily harder than holding poses for a long time. It's, yeah,
1: six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Exactly.
3: So. so, Kripalu is kind of a combination of both. Okay. Kundalini yoga is... That's the one
1: that sounds like pasta.
3: It is... <laughs> And it's probably the weirdest one it, of all it, the yogas that I've experienced because it's not so much about the poses, like you know you you've heard the common ones like warrior pose and down dog and up dog and cobra, mm-hmm. um, which are obviously the American names for them. Right, um, <laughs> Kundalini is something altogether different. It
1: sounds it, like a, a hammer horror film action. Bloody sequence. That's the kundalini sequence.
3: (laughs) So here's what I have experienced of kundalini. You do weird things like you're sitting in cross-legged position. You put your arms up in a V over your head. And then it's
1: a Y. And and then it's an M.
3: (laughs) (laughs) As you're holding your arms up in the air, you're breathing in and out rapidly. And you're twisting at the waist back and forth. And you do it for like two minutes straight. It, it makes like you feel. It makes you feel a little bit insane. It but sounds like it
1: sounds like have, calisthenics rather than than a, a yoga, like almost like. Um, yeah,
0: but I think that's the whole point, Joe, is that yoga can be different things depending on on the way that you do it.
1: Right. Well, that's what, what I'm know? saying. Like different, uh, how quick you change your forms, not forms. Uh, what are they called?
3: Poses. Poses. Yes. Forms. Or that's asanas.
1: Karate. Sorry. <laughs>
3: asanas is asanas. the. Asanas. Uh, I think I Hindi word for Yeah,
1: it? I keep wanting to say ocelots, but that's not, <laughs> that's different.
3: <laughs> Meow. <laughs> exactly. So, kundalini is all about raising your energy level. So, that's why you do these poses. Calisthenics. Yeah. So. Okay, so it's, it's, it's a. Strange. It's strange.
1: Well, it sounds like it's to do it in a, uh, a faster heartbeat, heart mm-hmm. rate.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there is one type of yoga that I have never done and never will do, and that is Bikram or hot yoga.
1: I've made fun of people who've done that. Some people swear by it. I I understand. Like okay, so here's here's the basis from what I gather is that through the the steamy hot
0: room,
3: we're uh, talking like a hundred and four degrees. Right, right. It's like
1: a like a sauna up in here.
3: Yeah. But
0: yeah I, that's basically what it is it's like doing yoga in a sauna
1: right so in parts of Germany and Russia they have these things where it's like a sauna backed up right next to an ice like a like a, a lake that is frozen over so that you sit in the sauna for half hour or so then you jump out into this frozen lake then you get out and you sit in the sauna and then you jump out in the frozen lake and apparently it's supposed to do wonders for your your circulatory system and and your heart and all these things. Yeah, it's
3: hydrotherapy. Is
1: it, so is it something like that? I feel like a, it would
0: hot just give yoga? me a stroke.
1: <laughs> yeah, is it is it does does the hot sweaty There's no sticky stinky sauna does that do anything other than make you real slippery when it's you're su- trying to hold poses?
3: So it's supposed to detox your body. Oh,
1: but your body does that by itself.
3: It does. (laughs) And I would argue that regular yoga helps you detox as well, because when you're moving in and out of these poses and you're twisting and you're moving muscles that you don't use very often, you are flushing those muscles of old, stale blood and filling them with new, fresh, oxygenated blood. So that is a detox process in itself. So
1: your muscles don't atrophy.
3: Exactly, and you help get you help move lactic acid and and other build up normal
1: human functions.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay,
1: so the so hot
3: the hot yoga just I guess like speeds up the process. No, makes it a little what I more extreme.
1: Okay, so the guy who, quote unquote, invented hot yoga, he was a native of of India, correct? Yes. Yeah. So maybe doing yoga in India. Because it does get 115 degrees outside, maybe it was just he missed home. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like turn the heat
3: up. Apparently, it's too cold in here.
0: Right. From the research that I've done, that's what I've read. Actually, is the re- reason why it is it is done in such a hot room is because it is a a way to imitate how hot it gets in India in the summers. So mm-hmm. if you're in a studio there, it is that hot. As you're doing the yoga. And one of the things that it does is it actually loosens, like your, 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 I was going to say joints, but it's not your joints. It's basically your, your tendons and things to where you can get a little bit further well, yes. in stretching than you could normally. When, it's just like how we were joking about, you know, Hoth yoga or being like frozen <laughs> yes. yoga is yes. that is that, you know, that would actually bind your stuff up it, and make it harder to move.
1: Constricting, yes. You right. contract. Your muscles contract. You're, people are very much like metal. Right. Not like metal. <laughs> but we expand and contract based on temperature right muscles like, will tighten in the cold and we will relax in the heat
0: yeah it's it's like putting a bouncy ball in liquid nitrogen or whatever it's sure it's not going to bounce it's just going to break yes yeah, and break. that you know that's why i guess you know turning the heat up it's supposed to help you you know get into better poses but in bikram yoga there are only 26 poses that you do you, you don't really do any of the 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 crazy poses like we haven't gotten into any of those and Jenny I'm, I I definitely have questions if you've done any of those the really weird out out there ones where you're
1: standing on like one pinky toe
3: I mean so. I don't know about that one but, but you I, know what I, I mean something I, similar well it's interesting so. Everybody's body is a little bit different and people tend to have certain areas in which they're tighter and looser. Mm-hmm. For me, my hamstrings are really tight. So it actually took me three years of yoga before I could touch my toes in a forward fold. Wow. Yeah.
1: See, I've been able to touch my toes since I was a little fat kid. <laughs> and no, I'm serious. People are like, how can you do that? You're so fat.
3: It's, n- it's not about that at all. It's, it's about your flexibility.
0: Well, it's also about like probably Joe's like I torso I and monkey stuff eyes. too. Yeah, I have You know what I mean? It's probably arms. about the size of like his his dimensions. Yeah, because everybody's dimensions are a little bit different. But but well, there
3: are some things that are easier for me, like some of the binding poses, mm-hmm. which I don't know how to describe that on air. Is that the ones showing? where like like.
1: Your, your leg is, is over your hands, but you're elevating yourself with your hands and that kind of stuff?
3: Mm, sort of. Like, I don't have any problem with doing, like, reverse prayer, which is where you do prayer pose, which is just, like, it what it like sounds. Looks like you're a
1: Catholic priest.
3: But behind the back instead of in front of the chest. Oh, gotcha. And some people just cannot get their arms to bend that way. Right. For and me, yeah, it's yeah. easy. To get <laughs>
0: ready for this episode we were watching a few different yoga videos and we saw someone do that i saw someone do that for the first time today on a on a youtube video Mm -hmm. so dana and i tried it she got it and Hmm. i i was like i really want to try this and see if i can get it and and i i got my fingers to touch behind me but my palms would not go together Ah. so i was like dana can you just try and You know, jam my shoulder blades Can you just try and maybe like push it a little bit? Because I don't think I can do it. And it felt like she was a police officer throwing me to the ground. Mm -hmm. Good thing you got that
1: secret ring key thing. It doesn't matter.
0: I I was like bound up. I was like, Dana, I think you need to like get get me out of this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think I can do this on my own.
3: Yeah. So I don't know which poses you think of as crazy. They're probably different from the ones that I think are crazy. Like, for me, wheel pose, which is just a back bend yeah. where you're supporting yourself on oh. your hands and feet. But I, mm-hmm. I do those all the time. That's, I, can't, that's not... I can't do that. Like, hmm. I can, mm-hmm. but I need someone to support. I, I need someone to spot me. Okay, or so, I'm going yeah. to hurt myself because I just haven't done it in so long.
1: And, and we've talked about this. So if you go to a class, uh, and I've talked to you about this as well, Chris. So most of the time, if the instructor is worth any of their salt... Uh, they will give suggestions to people who may or may not be able to do a full pose, like uh, like a wheel pose or something. Say, you know, mm-hmm. someone who can't do that, here's an alternative thing that is similar right. or, or is a bit more, a bit easier to do.
3: Right. So if you don't do wheel, you can do bridge pose instead. Right. Because it's still, it's still a backbend, mm-hmm. so you're still getting the benefits of inverting your blood flow.
1: It's the same muscle structure almost.
3: Well, what you want to do in an inverted pose, your head, your brain is lower than your heart okay, so that your blood is flowing with gravity in a different direction.
1: Ah, gotcha.
3: So it still opens your chest. Not quite as much as wheel pose does, but yeah, there are definitely alternate poses, and if any of you out there are beginners in yoga, and you're in a class, and they're doing something that you physically feel like you can't do, then ask the teacher, and they'll be able to tell you either how to modify the pose, how to use props to modify it, or... A, an alternate pose that you can do that will be just as beneficiary, hmm. beneficial. So cool.
0: I, I've had two yoga teachers so far in the five weeks that I've, I've been going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one teacher was talking about different poses. And she, she talks about this every single time because it's a beginner's yoga class. And she said, if there's a pose that you can't do, you could just rest in child's pose until you're ready to move on to the next pose and then try that one. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that you get... Too tired. You're too tired, mm-hmm. or you just need to rest or get your breath back in order. It's always acceptable to sit in child's pose, which is basically your you're kind of sitting on your ankles with your arms on the mat in front of you. So okay. you're you're kind of like, like you know in
1: stasis, almost. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Like yeah. Ready position. Yeah. So okay.
0: what I was talking about about uh, crazy poses, Jenny, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the the website for people to see. So apparently there is a actual Yoga uh, championship. Oh my god! Have gosh. you ever seen this? Yes. So this is this is like it looks competitive like a contortionist, competitive not yoga. yoga. So the, the one I, the one I'm talking about is, is so it's called usayoga.org backslash champions. So these are the people who are like yoga champions and have won from like sending in pictures or doing them live. So when I say crazy poses, these are the crazy poses I'm talking about. Just
1: no, we saw that guy in the Coney Island sideshow. <laughs> they I, look like contortionists.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. They look like they're doing oh, contortion. Wow. But I mean, that's that's nice and artsy, but that's contortion. This this guy. Did, did you ever see the the episode of It's Always Sunny where the guy was dressed up like a baby? It's baby
3: time. <laughs>
0: yep, that's what it's, this no, guy it's, looks it's like. Diaper time. It's diaper time. It's that's that's time. what Ayengar
3: always who, wears. Those little short pants little oh, short yeah. shorts yeah little they look like pants. briefs so so if you go scroll back a little bit this guy here no or okay. down, down down okay yeah i think i could actually do that one so this I'm guy not is sure but. he's
0: grabbing his his left toe with his right arm it's like twister and mm-hmm. then and then he's got his left foot bent underneath of his arm and grabbing his Left toe with his left hand. It's no, right right toe with his left hand.
1: It kind of looks like he's shooting a bow and arrow. He's
3: putting
0: himself in a figure four leg lock.
3: Cool. It looks like he's shooting a bow and arrow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the hardest part for me in that pose would be touching the toes of my straight leg. Because again, with my hands over the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: I'm just. My point is, is like these are what I'm talking about when I say crazy poses. Like I can, you know, I can do some downward dog. Yeah. Okay, so this guy is like, he's sitting on one ankle. And he's in half lotus?
3: Well, actually, he's balancing on his toes in half lotus.
0: Yeah. That's is... That's
1: the ball of his feet right there. Yeah. That's. Crazy.
0: Yeah. And she looks like a gymnast. I've got a long yeah. way before I can do any of these. And this is what I'm talking about with like crazy poses. I can't gotcha. hold myself up with like one hand or anything You have anything a hard like time that. on your feet. I have a hard time. To- yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. So, you know, I got a long time before I hit some of those.
3: Okay. Gotcha.
0: Obviously, I'm going to have to turn that heat up in the room a little bit Mm -hmm. to hit some of those poses. We'll see. And
3: getting back to the hot yoga, I didn't really say why I would never do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, why? So, the heat, first of all, I'm just averse to that kind of heat. Mm -hmm. I think I would just pass out. I don't have a lot of insulation right. to protect <laughs> me from that kind of heat. But the other thing is when you, when you put your body in, in that kind of elevated temperature that you're not used to, yes, your muscles and your ligaments and your tendons do relax and that's where people hurt themselves.
1: Oh, because now you're overextending.
3: Exactly. You go too far. Your joints
1: We've gone are, too far. <laughs>
3: yeah, Your joints are pressed further than they should go. And you can hyperextend, yeah. overextend. Wow. Um
0: So here's let me let me give a little disclaimer, and that is that is Jenny's opinion. I'm sure there are people out there, there that are people do out there not that feel that way. Love it, yeah. And that's they fine if you want to do it. That go for it. It is you, every person for themselves. But <laughs> but that being said, Jenny, can I tell you another reason why you might not want to do any kind of Bikram yoga? So yes. The guy, his name is big uh, Bikram Chowdhury, 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 Chowdery, so eh? Bikram
1: Chowdhury, so, you uh, right.
0: <laughs> so he has basically been civilly charged for sexual assault on several of the people who are going to his classes, you have to, so basically he has, He's, he calls it Bikram Yoga. He has uh, uh, copyrighted mm-hmm. Bikram Yoga. Mm-hmm. So he owns that copyright. So if you want to teach anything resembling Bikram Yoga in that kind of heat, you have to go to him for a nine-week course right. to learn it. To and be if-
1: certified and then to be allowed to carry his name in
0: your studio or whatever. Right. So it is a, it is a yoga phenomenon, and you have to be charged... Upwards of $12,000 to get that teacher training and then become a teacher. Wow,
1: that's worse than the Happy Birthday song.
0: Yeah, so uh, hundreds of people have done it. <laughs> but the, uh, the problem is, is that uh, there are, have been several people that have gone to those classes and have said that he has sexually assaulted and or raped them. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, and he get, apparently gets pretty pissed off when you bring this up to him. <laughs> like, well, as you as you would well, think, well,
3: and
1: he's like on the lamb, right? He, his name is okay. Mint Jelly. He is on the lamb. So
0: that was that was back in like 2013 <laughs> when, when all that happened. Okay, uh-huh. so you also have to think. So that was like 2013. He's been doing this since the 1970s, which right. means if he has been doing this. Besides just 2013, obviously he's done this for way longer. Right. So now it's
1: another Bill Cosby incident.
0: Right. Yeah. So he's 73 years old, and although he was not charged criminally, Mm -hmm. he was charged uh, civically. Okay. So civically, people brought these charges against him. Mm -hmm. He lost, and he owes up to about $6.8 million to several different people. Uh, he has not paid such and apparently has left the country mm-hmm. and has not been seen since. And that is currently where we are as of May of this year.
1: His name is now Hans. Which is, I mean, we're in
0: what <laughs> uh June right now? Mm-hmm. Ju- June May. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're pa- so
0: I'm just saying like May, June. Like this happened <laughs> just last month. He he took off. Wow. He instead of instead of paying these debts, he bounced. Mm-hmm
1: now mm-hmm. he's teaching electro body music in Botswana or something I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> so you see
0: him tell someone one more reason that you uh might not want to do Bikram Yoga Jane mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly don't want to do it Hey, what's up? This is Carol Ibex, owner of Foundations Island Yoga over here on Ken Island. Uh, we try to offer everybody everything from the authentic chants and gong baths
2: to some of the more new age black light booty classes. We try to keep everything judgment free in a really laid-back zone so that people feel free to kind of step out of their comfort zone and try some new things. It's a super fun, friendly studio where if you fall, you get to laugh at yourself. Nothing's that serious over here. Come check us out. We're at 222 Shopping Center Road, Stevensville,
0: Maryland, 21666. You can check us out online at www.foundationsislandyoga.com.
1: So what's next on the list?
3: All right, so one of my favorites, maybe my second favorite, is vinyasa yoga, or otherwise known as power yoga.
2: Power yoga.
3: So when I was young and spry in my 20s, I used to do power yoga three times a week.
1: Now is that akin to putting on a Nintendo power glove and prancing around your room with a cape on?
3: Uh no. Oh.
1: Not at all. So I have not done so that. So
3: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um it's more active and athletic than some of the other styles of yoga. Okay. And usually it's it's very Western. There's okay, usually so music playing. It's more like yoga aerobics. Okay, so yoga
0: aerobics.
1: Uh, yoga aerobics. Our friend Carol again. She talked about this class called Booty Yoga. B U T I. <laughs> oh, and I thought you meant booty. As that's in what I thought.
3: Make your butt look great. Yeah, in yoga I thought pants. it was
1: like like what is the thing with the girls jiggle their butts? What is that thing called? Uh, twerking. Yes, I thought it was twerking, but twerking with uh, yoga. with yoga pants on. <laughs> but it's not that. It is something more akin to, like, high aerobic yoga. Well, with like, yoga poses, mm-hmm. but very quick-paced and, and more aerobic style. Mm-hmm. Like are you like sure that yeah. they
0: didn't just take... They the, had some both. booty shorts on. But my point is, is, are you sure that they didn't just write booty in a way... That, that it, made it look like a yoga To make word? it look like I it is a did. Hindi word.
1: No, I think, I, no, it's totally I, Western. It right. Is, this is not something, <laughs> you wouldn't see this in Bollywood or anything like that. This is totally a Western style. But yeah, I think they just added an I and got rid of the other T. But is it It sounds like something similar yeah, to that. Yeah, it does. It does, really just quick. with a
3: fun name.
1: Right. More
3: yeah. more fun than vinyasa.
1: Vinyasa, it sounds again. It sounds like a sauce.
3: <laughs> Are you hungry, it Joe? Like,
1: it might be. It
0: sounds like it would be delicious on top of some potatoes or yeah, something. Yeah, with the like you know, a, you know some a nice Kundalini
1: vinyasa, like a vinyasa vindaloo or something. Yeah, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know with the
0: squeaky cheese.
3: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my power yoga, man. I was in the best shape of my life doing that.
1: So is it like P ninety X but with yoga?
3: I never tried P ninety X, and actually, okay. I thought that it was. Uh, that it did incorporate elements of yoga into it.
1: I think it does, because it's, it's all about muscle confusion and, and oh, okay. ramping up your, your your levels of what your muscles can do. Got it. So okay. it's it's you can either do lots of reps at little weight mm-hmm. or little reps with a lot of weight. Right. It's the same mentality. And if you do both, it seems to be more beneficial for your body and your muscles.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's yin yoga, which... I don't care as much for.
1: What's the yang to that?
3: <laughs> uh, I guess power yoga would probably be the yang. Okay. Because so yin yoga is more um, meditative. It's a lot of forward folds, which are more calming. Okay. And they and it's more about bringing your energy level down. Okay. Oh, so maybe Kundalini would be the the yang. The yang.
1: Okay. So is that so? That's more low key. Lots of stretching. Lots of.
3: It Real is, easy. which makes it sound like it would be easy, mm-hmm. but it's really not. Really, because you are holding poses for a long time. Oh, is that the one
1: where you hold them for like like ten minutes or something?
3: Mm, I don't know if it's ten minutes, but it it's like two to five minutes. Wow, yeah, and that's, that's quite a while. Yeah, and it can get it. It gets really. Fatiguing. Hmm.
0: The only pose that I want to hold for that long is, uh, uh sh- what is it, Shavasana? Shavasana. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the only one that I want to just lay in and <laughs> for mm-hmm. like 10 minutes.
3: Yeah. Right. That's the best. That's pretty much it. I mean, there are some other, I don't know if it's Sivananda or Shivananda yoga, which is basically like follows sun salutations. It sounds like it's more of a lifestyle than... It's probably just more of a yoga of the, practice. More there's of the more spiritual... of like the diet and ah, gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. There's Jiva Mukti, which I don't know anything about. I can't really speak to, to that one. And okay. then there's Iyengar Yoga, which I really enjoyed Iyengar Yoga a lot just because there were some poses that Iyengar focused on, like um, shoulder stand,
2: mm-hmm. which is
3: really, really great. It sounds weird, but it's not as hard as it sounds at all. You're putting the weight on mostly on your shoulders and your forearms. It's putting your legs up, straight up into the air. So, again, you're reversing the blood flow and it just feels really great. I didn't know that was yoga,
1: but I used to do that up against the wall after Mm i
3: run. A lot of people do it up against the wall for balance. Yeah. So. Nice.
0: Yeah. All right. So I have a few more types of yoga, Jenny, that you may or may not have done, and we'll just kind of go through them. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. How about completely nude yoga? Uh,
3: No, thank you. Yeah, I think
1: that would just, things would get in the way, I think.
0: Well, so apparently in New York City, there are two different kinds of classes. There's ones for men only, and then there's also the uh, Bold and Naked Yoga Studio in New York that offers various combinations of clothed, co-ed, same-sex nude classes. Hmm. So, one of the, the quotes from the owner is, if you're looking for an orgasm, you're in the wrong place. So it's not it's not sexual. It's <laughs> I was right. going to
3: say, it doesn't sound sexy at all either. Yeah,
0: it's non-sexual. It's just about completely removing the shame and negativity associated with the body and instilling confidence in its devotees gotcha. while doing yoga.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Probably a little less constrictive too. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. Yeah. them little short
1: shorts, they go in places you don't want them to go.
0: So there's a uh, a yoga class at Remedy Yoga, 420 Remedy Yoga in Los Angeles. Oh,
1: I know what that's about. Yeah,
0: where you're not allowed to smoke on the premises, but you are encouraged to come to yoga high <laughs> after smoking. No uh, one the gets reefer.
3: anything done. I mean, I mean, that's the kind of class where I could see you falling asleep. Yeah, in.
0: I know.
1: Hey, man. <laughs>
3: I'm so, just going to uh, do corpse
0: pose. Is that cool? Is that, <laughs> yeah, man, that's cool. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of people that that smoke that get a lot of things done. It's it's the it's the junkies ben and that, Jerry. that that have the that's problem it. of not getting <laughs> things done. You know. So, but uh, how about uh, how about doga or doga? Dog yoga.
3: Dog yoga? Is that yeah. where you bring your dog? You
0: you bring your dog and you you can I guess. Do you make the dog do yoga? You yeah. Oh, you,
3: what? I've seen a video where the dog does the yoga. The
1: dog? What? what the it's dog's so cute. doing the downward dog because it's a dog. It's well, they yoga. always <laughs>
0: do the downward dog. So, <laughs> so you basically do your, your stretching and meditation with your dog partner. Wait, uh, is this
3: like goat yoga?
0: It's very similar to goat yoga, but, okay. but you actually bring your own dog to yoga class. What so, if you
1: can't? Oh, so you can't bring your own goat?
0: Well, I, no, I mean, not <laughs> to go to dog yoga. To goat yoga? Not to dog go- yoga. Get your goat. Well, here's the thing is that they, <laughs> it's believed that dogs are pack animals, which is true, mm-hmm. and they're a natural fit to yoga, the yoga class and the spiritual practice of it because they're all kind of together and doing things together. In the yoga studio. Hmm. So, I guess if you know, maybe that dog will help you get into that bend a little bit better. I, you um, know. Here's what
3: my dog used to do when I had a dog and I would try to do yoga, he would come over and lick my face off. That's yeah. exactly that's
0: what, what I think would happen. Yeah, that's what the yeah. cat does. Right. Like every My dog used to, I, I would be doing push ups and my dog would come over and lick my head every, every yeah. push up I had. So, yeah. Yep. yeah.
3: Because you're getting on their level, so they're going to take advantage. Uh-huh. Right, exactly.
0: It seems
1: so, not conducive to focusing or meditation
3: or relaxing. Yeah,
0: or relaxing. It so would,
3: I would just want to play.
0: Yeah, exactly. Did have you? What have you heard about goat yoga? Because I, I didn't get a chance to research that a whole lot.
3: I've just seen a video of like people in a yoga studio doing yoga with little baby goats running around, which again, cute. sounds really cute and distracting. Yeah, not meditative.
1: I thought the I. When you said goat yoga the first time, I thought you meant that you had to, your poses were similar to those of goats, (laughs) and you had to make goat noises, (laughs) and maybe butt heads with people. (laughs) Like, that's what I thought. You know, you had to be a little jerk goat, and just...
0: (laughs) I just feel like, uh, now, I don't have hair, but if I did, I would feel like if I was doing yoga around goats, that they would start chewing on... Oh, they'll chew on everything, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I feel like they'd be like... Hmm. just nibbling on my yoga block the whole time you yeah. Know? so
3: <laughs> or your yoga pants mhm
0: right how about yoga raves there's apparently what? a yoga rave scene <laughs> where instead of uh, you know not smoking and drinking or doing any kind of drugs they have a rave where everyone does yoga together and then they start playing music and everybody gets up and parties and dances that's like sounds... a health, healthy alternative
1: that sounds weird
3: that yeah that is weird. I so yeah. I've heard this. Uh,
0: I've heard this kind of class, uh, and I've, I actually have a few friends that I think go to this, but I haven't ever talked to them about it. But uh, aerial yoga.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about aerial yoga. I actually have a friend who teaches aerial yoga, mm-hmm. and she is buff.
1: Oh yeah, you yeah. have to be. Yeah, I mean you're hanging up on a rope.
3: You're you're supporting your body weight at yeah. all times, either with your leg muscles or your arm muscles or your back muscles. Like you're you're not. Using the floor, right. Well, to help you out, right.
0: Being in the uh, the sideshow biz, I've I've been to, I've performed with certain people that have done, say, like the Silks. Mm-hmm. where they climb up and they, and they roll down, they roll and, down and flip around. And things, so I've yeah. seen that quite a bit. So I have a tendency to feel like this is sort of the same thing, but you're mm-hmm. doing some yoga poses. And mm-hmm. the only problem is, is that you're upside down for most of it. Right. So I guess right. that would really lengthen your spine out and feel kind of good. But mm-hmm. I feel like I would be like, did you ever go and, uh, what's, what's it called? Uh, you put the wheels on your feet.
3: Um, roller skating? Roller
0: skating, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gone roller skating, and then when like, you're Is done, this a trick question? you get off of the roller skates, and you can't barely, barely walk, because it feels like you should be up two inches higher?
1: Yeah, it's akin to when you... Sea legs. Yeah,
0: or when you right. rock climb, and you get... Sewing machine uh, leg?
1: Well, Elvis leg.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I, just, I just feel like if I was doing aerial yoga and, and being upside down the whole time...
1: You'd want to I would, stay upside down. Get I would like be Spider-Man. getting,
0: yeah, I would be getting like really confused by the end of it. You know, <laughs> another thing I feel like would give me a stroke. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's a few other ones like equine yoga, people doing uh, yoga with their horses and on horseback. That's
1: just, that's similar to the dog and the goat yoga.
0: It's just so, you have a horse. Sounds or...
3: like a dog and pony show.
0: Whoa. Uh, carry, Usually
1: Chris uh, makes all the bad jokes. I know,
3: right?
0: <laughs> karaoke <laughs> yoga over, where Chris. people where people uh, sing
3: karaoke yoga. Yeah. So would they be karaoke yoga? Yoga? That's what I was thinking. Yeah,
2: it
1: would I would make more think sense.
0: So. And then the last one I have is like paddleboard yoga. See? And basically people having those big paddleboards that they yeah. take out into the middle of the bay and stuff Paddleboarding like that and doing is yoga on top of it.
1: Awesome. I've done it several times. It's a great workout and it's it's all about maintaining stability and your your center of balance, but mm-hmm. doing yoga on top of it.
0: I, it's taking it to a new level, man. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since we were talking about the baby goats eating your uh, your yoga blocks and things, mm-hmm. uh, did you guys ever hear about the the whole subway like subway sandwich shop Eat Fresh Subway <laughs> and and the and the the bread? Oh, the and bre- the... yeah, yeah. No, I've, I know about it. So what do you do? What What do you know about it? Because uh, I, I use... actually have the ingredient here. Okay, good,
1: good. Well, it's... the the short and the long of it is they use a chemical in their bread mix that is the same thing as a light rubber
0: well it's and it's so it is apparently it is approved by the fda the food and drug administration Mm -hmm. to be a bleaching agent and a dough conditioner uh but it is the same exact ingredient that is in a yoga mat to make Mm -hmm. them pliable (laughs) And, mm-hmm. it, and the same thing that's in your yoga blocks to make them pliable. It's right. called uh, azicarbamite? Mm-hmm. A- azo Right. Maybe? Did I get yeah, that it's, right? That's pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Mm. And uh, apparently it's also used by McDonald's, and Starbucks, and mostly breads. Yeah. 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 And in and, and some uh, stuff that's sold in supermarkets as well. Right, right. So,
1: But the FDA also allows a certain percentage of bugs, poop and dirt into
0: most
3: of
1: our food. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, and I would not want to eat my yoga mat.
0: No. Maybe. Depends on how hungry I get. That thing looks kind of like a marshmallow.
3: <laughs> Mine does not. Mine's purple. Yeah. So, well, they have purple marshmallows.
1: Well, I guess peeps. They, they
3: have peeps, yeah. Peeps. But I don't eat peeps. So. <laughs> Gross.
0: So, have you guys uh you guys ever been to Montana? Yes. A state Republican, uh Montana Republican. David Moore was planning to try and ban yoga pants in public. Oh.
2: Why?
3: Well
0: because they're a little revealing apparently. Oh
1: for be. the oh for the camel problems.
3: <laughs> <laughs> camel problems.
0: I don't think it's just you mean camel pose? Is that what you're talking that's about, not Joe? What camel talking about. Pose? No, not that's what I'm not talking what about. That's not what I'm talking about. I can't barely about. get into camel pose, it's, even if it's I am in my yoga pants. Similar to a moose problem.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> Moose problem? I don't even want to know what that is. Okay, <laughs> um, That is interesting. So I used to actually manage a yoga studio for about nine months, and I got a pretty good discount on the yoga clothes that we sold. Uh-huh. And I wore yoga pants a lot because I would go to work and I would work for a while and then I would do my yoga class. So it took a while to get used to walking around in yoga pants with nothing over top of them because right. they are form-fitting.
1: They're, but they're not like like a, uh, what do you call that, uh, like a gym short material or um, sweatpants. They're not like sweatpants.
3: No, they're clingy.
1: Clingy, yes. Mm-hmm. Like? Like a, like a stocking.
0: Well.
3: Sort of. here's some the of good them thing,
1: are.
0: yeah, is that you don't have to wear yoga pants to do yoga, though. that's no. right. You don't have to, but but if you <laughs> do wear them, there is no problem with that,
1: right? Just make sure there's no holes in them,
0: which, <laughs> cheese, yeah, cheese, don't unless you're doing after hours, uh, booty yoga, n- n- nude yoga, nude yoga, yeah, nude yoga, so uh, but there's also been some other problems, too. Um March 26th of this year, United Airlines stopped two girls that were in yoga pants from boarding a flight.
3: I thought they were wearing leggings.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Leggings are different than yoga pants. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I leggings that they were usually don't yoga have drawstrings.
3: So. Yoga pants are usually not tight all the way down to your ankle. <laughs> they
0: kind of like loosen up a little bit around right. the yeah. cuff area. Yeah. Because
3: you you basically, and and they don't. They don't tend to have seams, right? Because you don't want seams like bunching up when you're trying to lay on your side mm-hmm, or on mm-hmm. your back, because that can get really uncomfortable.
1: Right. Or they're made with super fine material where you wouldn't really notice a seam, mm-hmm. like a like a fine hemp or or what is that stuff called? Uh, linen. Hmm. I've seen well, some linen yoga pants, and they're really fine. Here's and airy. the thing.
2: Hmm.
0: There's no picture of the girls and what they were wearing. I mean it was reported the reported in the article that I saw that they were actually wearing yoga pants mm-hmm. but United Airlines they had just put out a picture about a month before mm-hmm. where they had a girl doing a yoga pose in front of one of their airplanes saying uh here's here's the the art it says if your yoga routines feeling routine, find new places to stay oh." was their tweet. Okay. So they're, they're saying, okay. basically, wear your yoga pants and go find a new place to do yoga, and then they kick these two girls off for wearing yoga pants. It's basically like the hypocrisy that we're, that we're looking oh, at. Oh, I got gotcha. it. Okay. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out there. I'm not saying, like, anything about United. I mean, if you guys want to be a sponsor, you know, we'll have you on.
2: Sure.
1: You know there's lots and lots of money. We will sponsor <laughs> you.
3: Fly United.
1: So in preparation... For this episode, I looked up on the Netflix trying to find something about yoga. Like you do. Mm-hmm. Me and you have done that many times for yeah, our right. episodes. There was a handful of like documentaries, and they all seemed really boring. <laughs> but there was this one that I found called Yoga Hosers.
0: Oh, that's uh, Kevin Smith's new movie. Right.
1: And I didn't know it was a Kevin Smith movie. I just was like, Yoga Hosers? That sounds Canadian and funny. Play. And... It actually is rather hilarious. Oh now, my
3: gosh, I want to watch that now. You
1: have to get past the 16 year old, <laughs> like phone dialogue stuff that the two main characters deal with or dish out. Hmm. But once you get past the two main characters and their young idiosyncratic silliness, the rest of the movie is actually quite funny. There are some people in it, like Lily Rose Depp, who's one of the main characters. That's Johnny Depp's little girl. Justin Long, he's in it. Uh, he plays the yogi, uh, and he gets in some lawsuit or whatever. It's hilarious. Haley Joel Osmond, he used to see dead people.
3: Oh, that's who that is.
0: Yeah. So he was also- He's in it. Okay, The all these people were also in the Walrus movie that he made. Uh, Tusk. Tusk, yes. yeah. So it's it's a lot of carryover from that.
1: Yes, and I mean, so Kevin Smith, he directed it. I think he also does one of the voices for one of the bad guys. Stan Lee is in it for a cameo. Of oh, course, <laughs> he's in everything. Um, Jason Mewes, of course, he's in it because Kevin Smith's in it. Kevin effing Conroy Makes a walk-on. Oh
0: really? Appearance,
1: and it's hilarious because it's in this little like uh, gas station kind of thing, and he walks in and he says says something, and the two girls sort of like usher him out, and he's like, "We don't have to take this. Come on, Robin." With <laughs> his like young son next yeah. to him, <laughs> and they walk. In. I'm like, mm-hmm, perfect. It's perfect. But yeah, there's a lot of people, and it's it's not really about yoga. The the two main characters go to this this yogi who is uh, Justin Long from the Jeepers Creepers movie right mm-hmm. and um, Drag Me to Hell yeah and a couple other things anyway so he's the yogi so that's that's about as much yoga as you get besides some of the mantras and and the yoga <laughs> teachings he tries to pass on to them uh, but the rest of it is is like campy silly Canadian goodness
0: right and. I think Tusk and this movie are technically in the same universe, right? Because I think so. Because I believe those two girls uh show up in Tusk. Right. In the very beginning they're mm-hmm. like uh convenience store clerks. Yes. So, so it's, weirdly enough, a movie about convenience store clerks. Made right. By well, Kevin it's Kermit.
1: like a, it's like a, you know, Jay and Silent Bob, they intermingle in a couple different movies as right. well. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to have to watch that one. Yeah. So It's good. Okay, I have one other thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, and this was because Dana was going to discuss it, and she could not come because she wound up getting a really bad cold. Mm-hmm. She just didn't really feel like coming, so she didn't want to hang out with us. No, she, no, we, we got a little bit smashed at Joey's wedding, and mm-hmm. I think she wound up with a cold because her immune system was compromised. So, <laughs> I gotcha. So she feel, felt felt kind of bad, but one of the things that she has been talking about was that after yoga class she's great for about 15 20 minutes and then she ha- starts to have some anger she starts being very mad for like like, like no discernible reason Data Smash Yeah it's it's like it's really it's like it's like you know somebody cuts her off and she's like i'm going to get out and shoot them in the face for like no reason and right. uh and we had kind of discussed it a little bit before, Jenny, but so what is your what is your take on that? What do you think?
3: Well, so a lot of yoga teachers have said that when you do yoga poses and you're moving your muscles in different ways and squeezing them out and everything, you do store emotions in your body. Mm-hmm. And when you do yoga, you release a lot of emotions. I haven't so much heard of people releasing anger as much as Usually it's more like sadness or stress or something like that.
1: Right, but could it also be part of the, the physical reaction to doing yoga where you release things like endorphins, cortisols, and, and things like that where it's your body's response?
3: It could be. I mean, it could be her version of a runner's high.
1: Right, and that's what I was thinking because when, when I've done six, seven... Eight mile runs. By the time I'm done, I'm jumping off the walls, and my teeth are grinding. And I'm like, oh, let's go some more.
0: I I have a tendency to think it's kind of like, uh, I think Dana's natural compensity is to just be like pent up,
1: <laughs> like, more fiber.
0: Oh, right? No, 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 not not like not. Uh, oh, you just yeah yeah. Like I mean, she just seems like her. I think her normal way is to be stressed you okay. know uh, she has a lot of stress so, Right. yeah i can understand yeah that. so i think that when she goes to yoga class and she like releases it and you know straightens out all those muscles and 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 stretches and you know you you get all this really good feeling and good emotion going i feel like when she's done She's like, "Okay, it's time to get angry again, like as quick as possible." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's time to like not that Reverse she's angry, Bruce but she's like it's time to stress everything back up because this feels too good. You know right, what I mean? Right. I feel like that's what she's doing. So, I haven't really felt angry afterwards, but I definitely I, I definitely laughed a, a lot during yoga class. And hmm. I feel like it's like this kind of I don't I mean, I don't laugh about any everything, but like like there are certain things that I guess when you have like revelations, sometimes mm-hmm. I will have like revelations or I, I will like make a stretch and I can actually touch something. I never been able to touch on my own body before or whatever. <laughs> right. I will <laughs> I actually, my own butt now. I'm, I'm like, Oh my God, I touched my toe. I'm like, I, I will let like a giggle out because right, it's like, right. it's like, Oh, I may, but it's not just, you it's know, progress.
1: You're yeah. Being but it's,
0: it's not just all about progress. It's also just like, You know, I'm like literally tickling myself, like bending into places. You know what I mean, like. But emotionally, that's how I feel, and uh, and I think that I think it's like the sort of the same thing. I think when you're you're doing that, you can you just let out like all that emotion. Like it's I don't think that so many people feel that uh, yoga can be spiritual without there being something there. Right, I you know you. is, is yeah. genuinely how I feel, mm-hmm. you know whether that's you know
1: uh, that's part I mean, if you separate spiritual from meditation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's still a meditative state. You're still focusing on on one or two key things that your body is doing, listening to the instructor and just just focusing on maintaining that one pose, you know that's that's meditation. Right, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you have to focus and meditate.
0: It definitely now, is. So you can. It definitely is a form of meditation. Yeah, I would i say I've, so. I've, I've, especially doing it and and being there in class. It definitely mm-hmm. is. So it is, however, hard to maintain that meditative state when someone does some sort of a bend and rips a huge fart.
3: There is a lot of farting. We haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> there really, really is now, a lot.
1: Okay. So we're gonna talk about the farting. All the farting. We're
0: just gonna end it with this. We're, gonna we're end just, it with we're the just
1: end. gonna
3: let loose. We're gonna <laughs> end it with,
1: with going No, yeah. let it rip. So is it just the body's contorting and compressing the the guts that is forcing airs out?
3: There's actually a pose called wind reliever pose. Sweet! <laughs> what? Yeah. Why
0: don't why don't why doesn't everybody just start with that one? I
3: know. <laughs> But yes, I mean, the a lot of the poses do stimulate your digestion well, and, and moves things around.
1: Well, because I know when I, I mean, I can't equate running to yoga completely, but I know when I run, the first, I don't know, probably first half hour when I'm running, I'm just <laughs>
0: just shaking everything out. Yeah,
1: I just crop dust in the entire woods. But... I know what it's from. It's not. I didn't go into the woods all pent up and bloaty and farty. It's because I'm moving my guts around. I'm tightening those muscles as I'm running mm-hmm. up hills and down hills
0: and things.
3: And you're bouncing things around a that's lot. Right.
1: So that's it. Has to be something similar. You're just, similar com- you're to just
0: compressing it all the solid material and getting and yeah. squishing all the air out. Yeah. So it's yeah.
1: N- it's not that you're so relaxed you just fart to death. No. No. It's it's that your your body is moving. It's. It's organs and things around and releasing gases.
3: Yes, because okay. we all we're all full of gas.
1: There's a book called Everybody Poops. There should be one called Everybody Farts. Yeah. In
0: yoga class. In
1: yoga class, a <laughs> lot. That's the full title.
0: I have to say, I've been doing it for five weeks. I'm not going to mention that again. I swear to God. But uh, I have not farted in yoga class once so far. Well, oh your-
3: well, you just jinxed yourself, Chris. Yeah. Or you're doing something wrong. <laughs> get ready. Wrong. You're just, still clenching. Just get thoroughly. ready. So (laughs) it's going to happen.
0: Dana said, apparently she's been to one class where there was an older uh, lady who was nearby her that uh, did a pose and she, and and I, and I said, I said, (laughs) no, I said, Dana, was it a, was it like a, a squeaker or like a rumbler? (laughs) And she said, Chris, it sounded like one of your farts. (laughs) Wow. And I was like, "Oh my, that must <laughs> that's that's high regard right a, there. It must have really rumbled out. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: vibrated those mats." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, cuz I sound like a Harley start, uh, starting yeah, up in the morning, you know. Yeah,
1: i going to adjust <laughs> the choke on that
0: thing. <laughs> so, but not in yoga class. So, you know.
3: Until now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm telling well, you, class. Yeah. we'll we'll see what happens.
1: That's why I don't understand about Bikram. Why would you have hot, steamy fart time? Like that sounds. <laughs> I've nev- I've I've been Dutch ovened a couple times. I don't like it. Why would you do that with a group of
0: people? So, all right, Jenny. I, I guess here's 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 my question. Okay, how acceptable is it if you have to? Let's have a PSA. How acceptable is it to if you really have one to let it rip? Should you sit in child's pose and then let it go? Like, what is the acceptable norm that you've noticed?
3: I've noticed a lot of people leaving class to go to the bathroom, and I've always wondered, okay, did they really need to go, or did they just need to fart? Yeah. And they couldn't (laughs) hold it in, so they left the room.
2: Yeah,
1: okay. But a toilet bowl is just going to be like a trumpet.
3: Yeah, that's (laughs) true, and you can hear... like. Most of the yoga studios I've been to, the restroom is right off of the studio. Oh, yeah. So you so, can hear whatever's I'm happening. Like, shavasana. No-
2: <laughs> Corpse pose.
3: There is no privacy. But I think usually it happens in class, it's an accident. Yeah. It's not like people are just in there going, well, I'm here to fart it up.
0: <laughs> so the, the one that I've noticed where I've actually... Uh, I've actually smelt it and not dealt it. I'm just saying wow. I have not dealt it. <laughs> wow. However, is when Are when you're laying on your back right and you now? do when you do like leg lifts. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That's I am I was doing leg lifts and I was like someone has has <laughs> silent but deadly me. Because I, I definitely this death. is creeping around. <laughs> <laughs> blowing in a hot steam blowing in from somewhere <laughs> right. that i can't figure out exactly uh-huh. where I that's
3: wind reliever pose chris right yeah. yeah laying on your back with your leg usually your your knee bent into your chest while the other one's straight out okay yeah that's yeah. wind
0: reliever, and that pose. one's really that's just really hold helps you yeah. rock
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. yep
3: you gotta cock that leg back yep
0: yeah it's like uh <laughs> that's
3: just that's just what they call it i mean i've Personally not experienced it as wind reliever pose. And I'm not saying I haven't farted in class, but just not in that particular pose. Not gotcha. in that one specifically. Gotcha. Yeah. What okay. wind reliever? Would you call it like windbreaker or something? <laughs> cheese cutter. <laughs>
0: I call this one the cheese cutter.
3: Oh my god. That sounds too violent. Does it? it does. Cheese cutter pose. I mean, okay.
0: So I have to say, like, I've I've seen like a lot of different poses. They all have all these different names and they things. they do have
1: a there's a mm-hmm. lot so mm-hmm.
0: one of the things that i you know they i like my my one teacher he talks about you know he'll, he'll call the the name of it in english and then he'll say you know a velociraptor you know or whatever the <laughs> pose is <laughs>
3: that's not actually a pose chris that's, are you sure oh yeah. in the
1: yoga hosers movie yeah they're similar Oh yeah. Yeah, you'll like but it. But
0: they they'll, they'll mention like the different poses and he's like, uh, this is Velociraptor 2, you know, and, and, ah! and that kind of thing. <laughs> so how do you do you remember all of those names or a lot of them or you or know what?
3: what? After nineteen years of practicing yoga, there are some that I know, like Chaturanga, just because it's hard. Probably mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. that one. And the others, I know I recognize the words, but I don't always remember what pose they correspond Which one? with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Shavasana, that one's easy, Mm. because because that one you have in almost every
0: every single time time
3: of every type of yoga and every class ends with shavasana, so that one's easy to remember.
0: So it also seems like a lot of different, a lot of the types of yoga. There are ones where they, you know, like Bikram, you have the twenty six poses and that's it. Mm -hmm. So where are you now in since you've been doing it for you know almost two decades? Do you do some of the crazier poses? Do you try them? Is it like something that you that you throw in every once in a while? Like uh like I saw one that was like the seven diamonds or something where it's like a thing where you cross your arms and cross your legs and you literally if you look at it from the front you can see seven different diamonds from hmm. your arms and legs crossing. You hmm. know, do you throw in those kind of things or or is it really like you go with the ones that you know and you're comfortable with and and you like?
3: I so here's the thing. I- After 19 years of doing yoga, you know, I've been through different phases in my life. Um, Like I said, I did prenatal yoga when I was pregnant. Before that, I was a yoga badass, you know, when I was doing power yoga three times a week. Then I could do all kinds of crazy poses that I don't do anymore. After I had my daughter, then I did some yoga to work on my core strength to get my core strength back because I felt like a Dr. Seuss character who was all like wobbly in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Plus, you know, I wanted to look good in a bathing suit again someday. Mm. So I'm
0: never going to be worried about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So, but yeah, I mean, since then, I don't do the crazy poses now. I, you know, I sit at a desk 40 hours a week and I drive two hours a day on top of that. That's a lot of sitting. So most of the yoga that I do now is to counteract all that sitting. Right. Right. Yeah. But there are some poses that I've just always liked and think are fun. I considered it a great achievement when I was able to do handstand and like actually support myself on my own two little spindly arms. <laughs> um, although I did fall out of that pose one day in class too. And that kind of hurt. I mentioned wheel pose. I don't do anymore. I used to, but not anymore. But yeah, it just depends on, Like, I I feel like when I am no longer working at a desk, then I'll be able to do yoga more frequently and I'll have less problems with my hamstrings and my back and stuff, and who knows what I'll be able to do then.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, so it's basically testing the waters, finding out what you like, what works for you, for your body.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. It changes from day to day. And yeah. a good yoga teacher will tell you there's a difference between pain and discomfort. Mm-hmm. A lot of poses are uncomfortable.
1: Because you don't move that way normally. Right. Your day-to-day average life, you don't
3: exactly. do Exactly. And being exactly.
1: able
0: to be uncomfortable is part of the meditative state of the mindfulness. But also, it's the way for you to be able to stretch that pose further the next time. Mm-hmm. So just like how they talk about the the different variations where uh the what do they call it tree pose where Mm -hmm. you plant your your heel into the ground and you you can either do like a little kickstand where you put your ankle on you know right around where your other ankle is and then use it to kind of kickstand yourself and put your Mm -hmm. arms in the air Mm -hmm. or you can do that on your calf or you can do it on your inner thigh Mm -hmm. and depending on your level of balance mm-hmm. you can do either any of those three well and it's right.
3: also about the the strength of your ankle your standing leg mm-hmm. right if your ankles wobbly and your foot your your foot muscles are asleep or atrophied you're not going to be able to hold yourself up on one leg no matter how good your balance is right, right. right. so you have to work up to it exactly gotcha. um so- and i was going to say too that for me, I think the best preparation for childbirth actually was just yoga itself, mm-hmm. because you do learn how to breathe through anything. Right. Any pose, if you can breathe through it, you can you can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's like a a lot of people's problem with uh, like lifting, not necessarily lifting weights, but like lifting anything, is that you know you have to remember when you're lifting something heavy, you know, not only just lift it with your knees, but also, to breathe while you're lifting. Right. Because
1: well, oxygenating your blood right. at
0: the same time, you you need air. Right. And, <laughs> and and that's the whole thing. Like, if you're doing any kind of lifting or anything like that, mm-hmm. if you do not breathe while you're doing it, that's what makes you pass out. That's, right. So that's what, right. you know, you're, you're not getting oxygen into your brain. And when you're doing this at different poses, they're strenuous and you're not supposed to hold your breath while you're doing them mm-hmm. to be able to fit a little bit, you know, harder into that into that pose right. you know you're that's the whole whole point of it is to breathe while you're doing it and uh i find that uh invigorating to be able to try and do that breathe the whole time. through those mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. jenny uh i guess one last thing you had mentioned something about your your feet before and i kind of wanted you to oh, tell yeah. our audience that
3: so i always had super flat feet growing up to the point where when i stepped down barefoot the footprint that I would leave was like my entire outline like of a my plank. foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know how many years it was after doing yoga. It was probably at least five years. I started to notice that my footprint changed. And I actually started to have an arch in my foot that was never there before. Mm. And that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier when I was saying, you know, your the the muscles in a lot of people's feet have just atrophied because right. we just shove them into shoes all day. Mm-hmm. And the shoes have all the support, so you don't really need
1: to do anything.
3: Your foot muscles. Right. Um you have to actually build them back up and 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 to have intelligence in them. I mean like Most people can't move all of their toes, right?
2: -hmm. right?
3: Like I have one pinky toe that's really, really stubborn, and I have to think really hard to get it to move. It's on my left foot because I'm right-handed. Just being able to have that like intelligence in your muscles makes a huge difference. But yeah, so now when I step down with my bare foot, there's actually a space where my arch is. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. So you've built those muscles up. And Mm -hmm. that's where Jesus was carrying you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: nice
3: but now i can i can walk a lot more than i used to be able to Mm -hmm.
2: um
3: because once your feet are in alignment your ankles are in proper alignment your knees are in proper alignment your hips are in proper alignment your back is in proper alignment it's a lot more comfortable to walk around in the world
0: and to just be a person yeah yeah that might help you that's why you, I'm doing it, man. You got them pronated feet. That's what I'm doing. I walk like a duck. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's-, it's probably Chris. It's probably me. <laughs> so All right. Well, I have to say, Jenny, thank you so much for being on uh, on the episode. It was I awesome. Really, yeah, I've really enjoyed it.
3: I was I'm glad to finally be on an episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right, Joe. Well, uh, until next time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. keep screwing We that have such a crappy sign off. We never sign off like... Wait, wait. Until, I do want to do it. Until next time. Yo, yo, go, go. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one. All right, boo-boo. How about this one? Bye. See ya. <laughs>
3: <laughs> time for Shavasana. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a pretty good one.
0: Thank you for listening to the Curioso Podcast. You can tweet us at Curioso Podcast. You can also check out our videos, youtube.com backslash Curioso Podcasts. You can call our voicemail line, leave us a message, 443-327-9673. On your touchstone phone, that spells hide a sword. On the Curioso.com website, on the left-hand side, you can help support the show by clicking on our Amazon link. And if you're a real curioso, we need you to go on and give us a great five-star review on iTunes. It will help us get more listeners, and it'll make you feel good about yourself.
2: Isn't that
0: what you do? Yeah. That's exactly what I do. Right there. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, that was a castle in the Lord I think of the that's Rings. Isengard.
0: What? <laughs> it is Isengard. Sorry.
3: Then there's one called Jiva Mukti, which I've never done.
0: Uh, wow, you seem way more comfortable with those <laughs> words than I. I'm I mean, going I've been
3: to. hearing them for 20 years from my teachers. Okay, right. okay.
0: Hold on, uh, Chris, talk. Uh, okay, um, yoga, yoga, a yoga, a <laughs> yoga, 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 yoga. It, it, some people consider it a sport, I just don't think of it as a sport.
1: some people th- consider badminton a sport
3: <laughs> ping pong or yeah or as they or,
0: say in china ping, ping pong. pong yeah anything with a anything with a something called a shuttlecock shouldn't be a sport that's right <laughs> you know anyway, no it's fine. I'm sure there's plenty of great people that play badminton, so it really that is kind of a sport though it's just like uh what is it it's volleyball it's like with a volleyball tennis with with te- with tiny tennis rackets yeah, yeah. and so. some kind of bird. A shuttlecock.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. A bird.